This is Olderhood Online Radio, featuring Bill Story and Robin Trimmingham, founders of the Olderhood Group. Olderhood Online Radio brings you quality information and discussions on a variety of important topics for all ages. The Olderhood family proudly serves almost 100,000 followers in over 100 countries around the world. Now, here are your hosts for today's show. Welcome to 10 Minutes with Bill and Robin. I'm Robin Trimingham of the Olderhood Group, and I'm chatting today with Olderhood CEO and financial advisor, Bill Story. Our topic today is, I can't stick to my budget. Bill, when we do your Money Matters financial presentations together, one of the most common things we hear is, I can't save because I don't have any money left at the end of the month. Do you think that this is really a savings issue, or is it more likely that people are struggling to make a realistic budget and stick to it? Hello, everybody. Um, well, the answer is very simple. It's both. <laughs> I think as, as you age, things, especially things about money, uh, change. The perspective of money changes. Uh, and certainly, if you're in the uh, 20, 30, perhaps even 40, age, uh, 40 years of age uh, range, uh, it is probably fairly difficult to save extra uh, at the end of the month. You you probably are living paycheck to paycheck. You've got expenses like, you know, kids being at home and, you know, big grocery bills and stuff like that. Um, so, I, so I don't think it's a savings issue as such. I think it, it's simply that, uh, you, you know, you do have a, well, I hope you have a budget. Uh, and, and, you know, trying to stick to that. It can be extremely difficult. I think the, tr the trick is basically to not beat yourself up over it. Uh, if, if you don't have any extra money at the end of the month, then you just don't have any extra money at the end of the month. It's as simple as that. However, if you are uh, willy-nilly spending money uh, during the month uh, and therefore at the end of the month you don't have anything left, you know, I think that's something you would probably want to have a look at. So basically... It's all fine if you have a budget and you're sticking to it, but if you don't actually have a budget and you don't have it divided into categories, so much for food, so much for you know school fees, so much for transportation, if you don't have it divided down into a realistic categories, then you really do have some thinking to do. Well, you do because you know the two points that that you, that you touch on there. First and foremost is, do you have a budget? I mean, obviously, if you don't have a budget, then, you know, you, there's nothing to stick to. But the second point is that if you do have a budget, but you can't stick to it, then it's the same issue. You're just not paying attention to how much money you're saving. I think a lot of people uh, make the mistake that they look at their budget and the budget is, is okay, but then just randomly during the month, they go out and they buy, you know, a new pair of shoes or you know, a new handbag or, you, you know, the guys go out and buy some new tools for the, for the workshop or something like that, which none of which was in the budget. So therefore, you're not going to stick to your budget if you just take that random uh, spending situation and, and go and buy stuff that you weren't anticipating buying. What if somebody says to you, I get paid, you know, so many dollars per month and at the end of the month, there's always a couple dollars left in my account. So therefore I've balanced my budget. Well, uh, I think it depends on how much money you're actually talking about. You need to put some arithmetic, you know, into that. If, if you're saying that, that at the end of the month, you've got some months, you've got $50 left over some months, you've got 200 left over some months, you're, you're in the hole, uh, then you, you probably don't have tight control over your spending pattern 
In fact, you don't, because things can pop up that you say, oh, I need this, I need this, I need that, when in actual fact, maybe you don't. So sticking to the budget is a very difficult thing. Don't let's make, make light of the subject. You know, making the budget in the very first place can be difficult for, for, for many people. Uh, I mean, we use things like spreadsheets, obviously, but you can do in the back of an envelope. It doesn't really matter as long as the items that you have in your budget are fair, reasonable, and the amount of uh, budgeted money you put into each item is correct as near as possible. Things like groceries can fluctuate, obviously, but you should have an idea that I spend a minimum of X per month and a maximum of Y per month. So you've got a rough idea what the grocery bill should be inside your budget. You can do the same thing for, you know, things like transportation and so on and so forth. So there are ways to make sure that you get your budget right, because frankly, if you don't get the budget right in the first place, then you're trying to monitor yourself and stick to uh, a list of expenses that are unrealistic to begin with. You know, back in the day when you and I started working, at the end of the week, we either got paid with cash in an envelope, or in my case, I got paid by a bank check. And every Friday, I would have to go to the bank, cash my check, and I would have money for the week. So what's my point? Every single time, all week long, that I wanted to buy something, I had to actually physically look at the money in my wallet and do a mental calculation. If I buy this, will I have enough left to make it through the week? Those days are completely gone. Today, we all have debit cards and we run around town, debit this, debit that. How much do you think this new debit card spending culture is contributing to the problem. Well, you, you know, you talk about debit card, but you, you've got the other one as well, obviously the credit card, um, because the credit card is probably the, um, the trickier one. The debit card is, is, is simply a convenient method of spending money that you do have. In other words, if you've got $100 in your bank account, and you use your debit card for $70, you've got enough money to, to, to buy whatever it is you're buying. So that's okay. If you've got $100 in your, in your bank account and you're trying to buy something on a, on a debit card at $120, uh, the transaction will not go through. You, you don't have enough money. So the debit card actually is, is not, you know, it's not a bad way of doing things because if you don't have the money, then you can't spend it. It goes back to what you said. You, you know, years ago, we would keep things in our wallet. Uh, and if you had $50 in your wallet, then you could spend $50. You may, you may make the wrong choice, uh, but nonetheless, that's as much as you could spend. You couldn't spend $60 because you didn't have it in your wallet. Uh, that was simple. But the credit card is the problem one because the credit card gives you credit. You go to the bank, you apply for a credit card. They say, okay, we've looked at your financial numbers, et cetera, your, your, your income and so on and so forth. And we're going to give you a credit card with, you know, whatever, $1,000 on it or $5,000 on it. Now that's money that strictly speaking, you do not have. It's money that the bank has said, hey, listen, if you need to buy something randomly, that new pair of shoes, and you don't have the money in your bank account and you can't use your debit card, no problem, no problem. Use a credit card, use a credit card. And we, so the credit card has been the dramatic change over the last 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Our grandparents never had credit cards, probably our parents never had, had credit cards. So therefore, they could only spend up to the amount of money that was in their wallet. But nowadays with a credit card, 
um, <laughs> you can spend up to the limit that the bank has given you. And once you've got to that limit, then you get forced uh, into not spending any more because you've reached the limit. The other thing to consider is how many of these credit cards do you have? You know, you talked about parents not having them. I can remember when my parents got their first credit card and it was one for the household and there would be decisions as to whether or not they would use it or what they would use it for. Now, if you have a couple living together, they quite often have multiple credit cards each. And I wonder how many of these couples really realize what their collective debt is on all of these multiple cards and what the total amount of interest that they're paying together each month. Well, of course, that's right. And, and that comes about for a couple of reasons. One is that you go to your bank and you get a credit card, but then you sort of cheat because you go to another bank down the street. Uh, and when they say, do you have a credit card? You say no. So you now get a second credit card. But I think one of the problems that we face in society these days is that uh, you go to various organizations or you're a member of various organizations and lo and behold they come up with it hey listen we've now got our own credit card now it's a means of income for the for that organization i understand that but the the the, the rules of, of checking to see whether or not you can actually afford to get their credit card over and above your bank credit cards are, are pretty lax so the credit card a uh, accumulation problem is, is what you're talking about and, and yeah you're right it, it all adds up in terms of amount spent or the limits etc and, and most especially the interest okay so we're just about running out of time here before we go what sort of tips do you have for people who are finding it hard to be disciplined you must know your budget i mean I, i'll say that 10 times but you must know your budget it must be reasonable it must be fair and it must be sustainable and you must check it but if you don't look at that budget on a regular basis and adjust it as needs be then you're never going to keep control of your budget great advice for everyone you've been listening to 10 minutes with bill and robin join us again for more tips and ideas to power your way to a better future You've been listening to Olderhood Online Radio. Thank you for being with us today. For more information and upcoming shows, visit Olderhood Online.